So the Batman came out this weekend. Not Batman. The Batman. Let's talk about it. Okay. First off, some of the things that, uh, or one of the things that people will see as soon as they look up the movie, uh, they might be surprised. It's about three hours long. Uh, what do you, you think of the length of the movie, Josh? Uh, I think uh, three hours was an adequate amount of time, considering that it's somewhat of an origin story for the Batman. DC has been quite the mess up in the past years. Yes. And I yes. think they needed a comeback movie. And I think The Batman was the right title to release hmm. in order to get them back. See, I, I, I usually appreciate movies that are able to take their time because, um, especially with action movies that are able to uh, typically like cram set pieces in one after another and then they just try to keep their audience's attention not through story but through big action set pieces. But uh, The Batman, I, don't, I feel like, was not trying to do that. Um, there was a decent amount of action, but... Uh, it was more uh, story-based than a lot of other big blockbuster movies, especially unlike a lot of more recent DC stuff. For sure. Yeah, um, to go off of that, I went with some people who really like action movies and would prefer uh, Batman versus Superman over <laughs> the new Batman movie, and I just believe that is outright wrong. The Batman featured lots of detective stories and really dug into that side of the Batman when Batman versus Superman really just did not have much of a plot. It's just like a kid, uh, you know, playing with his action figures and smashing them into each other. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, not, not a good time for DC. Probably my favorite part about uh, the Batman was, uh, above any of the story, honestly, was just the visuals. Um, okay, so the theater that I saw it in, I don't know what was up with Linway, but for some reason, like, even from all the trailers before the movie, it was just, like, slightly out of focus the entire time. I thought so, too, in the beginning of the movie. Spoiler alert, when they kill the mayor, um, I thought it was just way out of focus, and I thought it may be because of the quality of the theater that we went to. But where, where, where did you go? I went to, um, Cinemark 14 in Elkhart. Hmm. And that's a slimy theater in, its, in of, a, of itself. But it got better throughout the movie, I feel yeah. like. I don't think it took too much away from the visuals of the movie because a lot of it was very color-based. Mm-hmm. Um, especially the uh, the reds and oranges contrasting with the, the dark grays and right. blacks. Yeah. Uh, let's get into the story. Uh, what, did, right. what did you think of uh, the overall plot? Um, I, I really liked it. They picked a good Batman, I think. They, the visuals of the fight scenes with Batman, I think he did a good job with that. And from my knowledge, I think he trained to do those fight scenes himself rather than having a stunt double. Really? So I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. Um, story-wise, I liked how he was in cahoots with the police department. That was that was surprising the first time you saw it with right. Batman not being like in other movies like in the in the Christopher Nolan trilogy. You saw Batman being hunted by the police because he is a vigilante, but in this, uh, he has an in basically through Gordon, and he's right. able to uh, work alongside the police. It's kind of odd to see him just like alongside other uniformed officers, just walking around looking at a crime scene. Yeah. But we also got to see a point where they were very hostile towards one another, mm-hmm. and um, I think you had your opinions about Gordon. Would you like to elaborate on that? <laughs> okay. I, 
the entire character of Gordon was probably my least favorite part of the movie. Uh, I can't really put my finger on, like, one thing in particular, but his whole performance, and honestly, like, I, I understood the point of his character was to be the window from Batman to the police office, and was able to work together with them, but the way that he performed his character just irked me in every way, because um, I understand that this movie was intending for a more um, comic booky style, mm-hmm. um, but not in a like campy way, but more of a like uh, modern, sort of gritty, but not super realistic way. Yeah. But also, <laughs> I feel like every time that Gordon opened his mouth, I just, <laughs> I just stopped listening, because he delivered every line like, what are these diaries? What are we talking about? Because it, it felt like, at, at certain points, the, um, the writing was just meant for Batman to explain stuff to him, and that was his entire purpose as a character. And also about the dialogue, there are certain moments that stood out to me. Like, it's, it's an unwritten rule in, that, in movies that you're not supposed to say, hey, you should take a look at this. Mm-hmm. Because that line can be used in every movie ever. Yeah. This movie used that exact line twice. <laughs> I, I did want to talk to you about um, what you thought of the suspenseful uh, scenes. Like, what did you think of, for instance, when they were at the church and he had mm. the police officer, or was it the DEA, had a bomb wrapped around his neck? Right. Like, what, what do you think about all that? Uh, I, I think those are handled really interesting uh, because uh, it is taking place in the modern day and. It, put more of an emphasis on those than a lot of other superhero movies do, mm-hmm. um, especially through the fact that the the villain of the story, the Riddler, basically uses average stuff. Mm-hmm. He's not, um, like even from the first kill of the, of the mayor, you can see he's not an experienced assassin or anything right. like that. He just <laughs> looks like he got a mask on Amazon and wears his regular glasses yeah, on top of it. Exactly. Um, and the way that he FaceTimes Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, I feel like those things were really interesting because it made the Riddler, um, who was fighting for his for, for his political cause for the average citizen in, mm-hmm. in poverty, mm-hmm. it made him more of the everyman. It made right. him, uh, I don't want to say relatable because right, but he's <laughs> because of to what he's relatable. doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, what do you think? Do you think the social media? sort of take was kind of corny because that's what I was thinking. So there were certain elements like the this story emphasized the detective side of Batman a lot mm-hmm. and uh, there were certain parts of it that I was like oh that was interesting good good how he solved that mm-hmm. like with the the code at the beginning right but when there were like multiple multiple interpretations of the El Rata with right, wings right. or whatever but then one of them was URL uh-huh. Because it's a website that yes. that felt that felt really forced. Yeah, I it was think forced. That it was... Oh, and also one of the social media things that stood out to me was that um, okay, they needed the Riddler's password to get on his social media, not because he didn't post it on social media, but but because his account was private, basically, right. and they weren't one of his followers. Right. And when they got on his account and they were seeing his video promoting uh, these people to basically kill as many of Gotham Gotham's elite as they could. Mm-hmm. Some of the dialogue or some of the text written on, on that page it was just so funny to me. Yeah. Like someone put a, "Don't forget the cling wrap." Exactly. <laughs> like they were planning a picnic or something, exactly. other than like a terrorist attack. Yeah, it was just corny. I think mm-hmm. all of that could have been done better. But other than that, it was pretty well executed in that way. Hands down, my favorite part of the movie was uh, the interactions with Penguin. Yes, that performance. And the casting was incredible. I agree. 
And I agree. recently, I, I looked up what the actor what, what the actor actually looks like, mm-hmm. and it's crazy what they were able to do with prosthetics. Really? Because he's he looks nothing like he does in the movie, but he is able to fit into this role so well. Yes, I agree. One little thing though. Okay. <laughs> I just thought it was really funny. Okay, so it's a PG thirteen movie, right? It's limited in, in what uh, profanity it can use. Mm-hmm. And like most PG-13 movies, uh, it, it was able to use one F word. And they use it at the very beginning of the movie, in one of the first scenes, and it was kind of inconsequential and gratuitous. It didn't really serve a purpose. Then later on, in this intense car chase with the really tough mobster guy, you hear him say things like, frickin' and crap. <laughs> and it felt really out of place. Yeah, I almost would go as far as saying that it could have done better as a rated R movie. You think so? I do, because it, it would go along with the serious tone that mm-hmm. is portrayed throughout the movie, rather than sort of dodging around things that could be said in a more serious manner using words like that. <laughs> I'm not saying you need to use words like that all the time, it's just like, in this movie specifically, mm-hmm. I feel like it could have been more emphasized using different words like that instead of dodging it. It also seems like the... Um, the studio w- was kind of unsure about what they wanted it to be because there were different elements of the movie that seemed like there would have been multiple multiple versions of. Like, uh, certain violent parts in the movie, like, uh, this is kind of graphic, but when the, uh, when the mayor was killed and he has his thumb cut off, mm-hmm. um, Batman makes an observation about the wound and how it would happen while he was still alive, but they don't actually show any of this. Right. And uh, you can kind of get the hint that uh, the producers weren't sure which audience they wanted to aim for, mm-hmm. which, whether making it a more serious, gritty, um, R-rated drama, or appeal to a more broad market that, in- that could include even families with the Batman name, the PG-13 rating. Because it did seem like a sort of serial killer, superhero, like, mix, and they really tried to avoid that serial killer part of it, like, <laughs> yeah. exactly like what you were saying. One of the main issues that I heard people bring up about this story is basically Batman as a character and his motivation, because it feels like, uh, especially contrasting with the, uh, the Christopher Nolan movies, Batman and Bruce Wayne are basically two totally different characters, mm-hmm. because Batman has to play the character of Bruce Wayne when he's in public, and then he's able to actually fight for what he believes as Batman. And they remove that in this right. movie. In yeah. this story, Batman... Like, he, he's even narrating, and he says, I don't know why I'm doing this. I don't know if I'm making a change. Mm-hmm. And it feels like the audience isn't able to root for him as much because they don't know why he's doing what he's doing. Yeah, they definitely took out the Playboy philanthropy, mm-hmm. like, for the whole movie. And they brought him out once as Bruce Wayne, and they didn't do much with it. Yeah. It was kind yeah. of disappointing. I thought we were going to see a more lively part of Batman, but... No, he, exacted, he acted exactly the same as exactly. Batman as he did as Bruce exactly. Wayne. I also thought it was interesting how um, it, throughout the story, each of the Riddler's clues led to the next one, mm-hmm. but the detectives never tried to get around this story, because it always feels like in a, in a detective story like this, when the villain is playing games, they want to not only get to the next step of the game, but okay. outdo them and yep. figure out where they will be, like get a, get a step ahead of them. It didn't seem like uh, Batman or any of the detectives in the story were trying to do this. They were just basically playing right into the Riddler's hands. And I thought it was interesting, maybe this was an intentional decision, because at the end, in the in the prison scene, 
the Riddler addresses this and basically says, "Thanks, Batman, yeah. for doing all of his work for him." Yeah. And I thought that was I thought that scene was very well done. Yeah, because he thought that Batman was actually smarter than what <laughs> he thought, and you know he wasn't. So. So if you had to give this movie a, a rating out of ten, what would you give it? Probably a seven. A seven. Yeah. I coming out of the theaters, I would say seven, just because of how. Um, how visually good it was. I, I enjoyed that part of it a lot. Um, but plot-wise, probably a, a six.